The view, stunning. The landscape, foreboding. Your drive through the Peak District is certainly impressive. But you're not here to admire the countryside. You're here to visit an important institution. When the last little village fades from view, you turn up a dirt track. Half a mile of bumpy road before you reach the metal gates. As they start to creak open, you read the sign ahead. Welcome to the Northwest Footwear Database. Please remove your socks and shoes. next to a beige van with a badly painted slogan scrawled across its side. Keep your business squeaky clean with that peaky sheen. There's a timid man packing away his mop and sterilisation unit. This is Brent, the cleaner. He lives in a nearby cottage and visits three times a week. You're aware of the verbal warnings he's received. He's been caught whispering at stilettos and pulling strange faces at them. But he's harmless enough, and his rates are reasonable. You introduce yourself as the auditor and ask him how he finds the work. Brent is rather quiet. This job has made him nervous of strangers. Jen is on reception again. Because of the rain, you must wipe your feet five times today. One, two, three, four, five. Just as before, Jen is transfixed by her phone. Last time you couldn't work out what she was watching, and since then you've looked into her viewing history. There's only the one video, uploaded by a user called Professor Foxsmith. It requires a pin to play. Jen must have that pin. She's playing the video again. Try as you might, you just can't focus on her screen. It's as though the video is attempting to escape, sprinting around the glass, warping the very phone itself. Tony collects you from reception. Tony isn't well today. His twinkle has dimmed and his smile is spent. He looks tired, yet wide-eyed, as though he's seen something he shouldn't have and it's keeping him awake at night. You know about his many visits to the doctor. You know the medication he's prescribed. The NWFD takes its toll on its workers both physically and psychologically. You hope that Tony feels better soon. If he needs time off work, you have a get well soon card all prepared. You will use a foot pun in your well wishes. Tony will approve of that. You won't venture into the archive hall this morning, but you spy the temps at work through the open door. Today they sort the test shoes by age. The oldest shoes available for testing are Aztec sandals, but you're aware of more historic artefacts secured on site. The most ancient shoes in the facility are slippers sourced from Stonehenge. 
the first footprints found on file are captured on Egyptian papyrus. There is some debate whether these warrant being in a police archive for active investigations, but the NWFD argues you can never be too careful. Crime is as old as humanity itself. Through to the officers. You greet Gareth, the accountant, who is finalizing the paperwork for the new police liaison. He's sipping one of his herbal brews again, and you are reminded of the tea deficiencies here. Gareth shows off a new item displayed on his desk. It's a watercolor of the sea. Gareth's husband painted this seascape. You watched him in the art shop buying pots of paint. You study the blues and aquamarines that swim across the image. They seem to study you back. Walk away from the picture. You're getting distracted. Today you're meeting the head technician of the NWFD. A figure in a baggy t-shirt with spiky hair waits for you outside the IT department. This is Bex. Everybody loves Bex. She has action figures displayed on her desk and she always brings in homemade treats. Today it's ginger biscuits. Bex oversees the digitization of the database, but Bex has a secret. Bex is a sleeper agent for a foreign power. There is no need to intervene just yet. Bex's treachery has never been triggered by her masters. She sits and scans, afraid of the moment when she must betray her friends. If this should ever occur, you'll present Bex with her retirement plan. It does not involve a pension. Demonstration time. Bex escorts you to a large computer with a 26-bit drive and switches it on. It wails to life and needs a little kick to get it going. The dark screen flickers and streams of white text scurry across it like tiny ants. This is the beginnings of the online catalogue. Bex tells you it is in beta mode. You're invited to try it out. As you stand in front of an electronic typewriter, the computer speaks to you. Input shoe. You start with a simple shoe. You type Swedish moccasin. It's a firm favorite of yours. Input size. You clarify with Bex that, yes, this catalogue uses UK sizing. You would expect no less. There was a movement a few years back to adopt European measurements, but the board of the NWFD quickly vetoed that. You consider your selection. You type eight and a half, just to be daring. Searching, searching, shoe print located. An image loads onto the screen. You recognize instantly that, yes, this is a print of a Swedish moccasin. You check the size with your foot tape measure. You always keep it handy. A perfect 8.5. You congratulate Bex on her hard work, but she won't accept your praise just yet. 
There's a long way to go before this resource can be used by the police force. She tells you there are some footprints which refuse to be digitized. You're informed that the ocular assessors are doing their best to retaliate. Perhaps you better observe a visualization to understand the situation. You make a note to schedule one for your next visit. After eating three of Bex's scrumptious ginger biscuits, you need to wash your hands. There is quite the view of the hills in the staff bathroom. You stand over the sink and watch the clouds roll in. The sound of gushing taps reminds you of the nearby waterfalls. This part of the world is deceptively peaceful. You remember your childhood visits to the Peak District. You and your cousin would run along the streams in search of shiny stones. You still have some of them on display on your mantelpiece at home. They remind you of happier times. There's a small ventilation grill in the corner of the bathroom. It clashes with the decor and looks out of place. It takes you a moment to register why. The bathroom tiles are cream, but the grill is red. You move closer towards it, concerned. You're remembering something from your last visit. You think you hear sounds drifting through the ventilation shaft. Yes, there's definitely a noise. It's the whispers of a strange ditty. You step away from the grill. The hand wash is very pungent. It's making you lightheaded. It must be. You cannot trust your auditory senses when you are near such soap. You swiftly dry your hands and depart the room. You do not look back at the grill before you go. You know it will no longer be there. You return to reception. You're just in time to catch the delivery man. Various parcels have arrived. Jen ordered a new batch of foot protection bags. There's an assortment of travel brochures for the absent director. There's also a box of chocolates from Tuckington's. You tell Jen to bin those chocolates immediately. Tuckington's can't buy their way back in here. You cancelled all their visiting passes and you took great pleasure in doing so. You speak to the delivery man. You would like descriptions of all deliveries in the last 12 months. It's a big ask, but you need to be thorough with your audit. The delivery man strokes his long white beard. He will speak to his line manager and they'll try to provide you with the information soon. You decide you are done for today. But before you leave, you instruct Jen to order a large shipment of tea bags for the kitchen. She makes a telephone call. You listen to Jen's conversation with the National Beverage Association. She requests 26 different varieties of tea. Everything from apple mint 
to Zesty Lemon. They're due by close of day tomorrow. Excellent. You hope they will be well received by all the staff. You stride outside. You're walking through the puddles. They make your toes tingle. You're thinking of that stream again. But this is strange. Zoya, second in command of the NWFD, is out here. She's waiting for you by your car. You had hoped you'd complete your visit today without coming across her, but here she stands, vaping and frowning. She's made some inquiries. She's learned that you specifically requested this posting. This has made her suspicious, and she demands you explain your vested interest. You anticipated this discovery, and you have your story all prepared. You tell her you have always admired the Northwest Footwear database, and you are happy to volunteer for the job. But Sawyer isn't convinced. Her eyes narrow as she tells you that security is her first concern here. She'll let nobody disrupt the work of the database. Nobody. With that, Zoya walks away. You climb into your car and consider her words. You're making an enemy out of Zoya. This could prove to be unhelpful. You must work out how to rectify this relationship. You replace your shoes and start the engine. Windscreen wipers on. It's beginning to rain again. Before you drive out of the car park, you reach into your glove compartment. You pull out an audio cassette. It's a tape that was sent to you a few months back. You've had it examined in private. You've confirmed there's nothing on it. There wasn't even a note included with the package. Your only lead is the return address on the back of the envelope. Benjamin Clandestine, NWFD. Even though the tape is blank, you still find yourself playing it. You listen to the white noise as you drive away. It merges with the rain and you find it relaxing. Away you go. The gates close behind you and you're drifting back to civilization. Goodbye, Northwest Footwear Database. You'll be back soon enough.